Hey everybody, this is The Flogger, and in this podcast we're going to discuss introduction to modelling. Um, with me being working with a lot of models recently, I thought it'd be good for you to hear uh, the perspective of both a model and a photographer. So here we go with this. Um, please welcome um, our co-hosts in this session, Billy and Gregory. Thank you. Hey Billy, can you hear me okay? I hear you fine. Great stuff, yeah. Uh, your audio's coming through okay as well? Yeah. <clears throat> How are you doing tonight? I'm pretty chill. What about yourself? Yeah, pretty the same. I thought I'd uh, try and do something a little bit different for a change. Um, different? Podcasting to, you know, uh, something different, a bit of fun. Um, so I thought I'd do like an introduction to getting started with modelling sort of thing. Okie dokie. Hit me with it. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> so I think it'd be really good for all the listeners to um, sort of understand, like, your experience, for instance. So, how would a person get started? What's your advice? Um, probably just to look into some Facebook pages, anywhere on social media first. Um, personally, I found out through my friend who's done it previously. Okay. Um, so, it can be found out pretty much anywhere, but it's probably... A good place to start, especially in a photography and modelling um, Facebook page, things like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Was that through um, Liv Taylor then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen uh, her work quite a lot of places and obviously working with you too last week was really good. So uh, thanks again for that. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday should be really exciting. So anyone who's listening, um, I've worked with Billy for the first time last week uh, with her good friend, uh, Liv Taylor. Uh, I'll put links in to the podcast so you can uh, see their work. And uh, we've got another shoot planned this weekend, a couple of ideas, more models. So, um, yeah, yeah, it should be good. Hype, hype. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's good to um, promote, you know, you ladies work uh it's not about me it's about everyone involved um people like jay good everybody isn't it um obviously you take the photos you you're in charge of the lighting the setting what sort of background all the little tweaks i mean the models are there to look pretty (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you see it in my eyes, it doesn't have to be like that. So I think a traditional way is uh, a photographer might come up with a theme or an idea and the model says what they can and can't do to help. Yeah. But I think um, not all of us have that level of experience as photographers, maybe not all that creative. So I think sometimes it's good um, to listen to the models as well. It's good to get a little bit of input from everybody. Yeah, so um, last week we worked with another lady who'd never modelled before, Caitlin. Um, she was hoping to be involved tonight. Um, 
uh, and I was sort of saying to her, what sort of things are you looking for? So if I say put that question to you, Billy, your first session, is there anything you would have thought, oh, I could do with a picture of this, a picture of that? Um, for me, it's a little bit of building up a portfolio to maybe continue progressing on with it. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely different things I'd like to try out and different um, settings. Like I tried fall, a falling photo for the first time last week. It's a little that bit was cool, really cool. But it, I, I really enjoyed it and the outcome was really quite amazing. So yeah, I think people should check that out. Yeah, I think that was very creative side of um, Jay Good. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we'll have to uh, showcase uh, his work here as well and Definitely. get him involved. Yeah. So would you say um, there are certain genres um, that you should consider? Um, well, modelling is very vast, isn't it? It's open to everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. shape, what you look like, where you've not got piercings, green hair like Liv <laughs> yeah. um, so it's open to everyone I think it's just it's amazing there's so much you can do with it it's very versatile like you're not stuck to one thing yeah um like you can if you wanted to you could incorporate pets um fall in a wet look outdoors abandoned places it's just mind-blowing yeah um you want to check out um so i'm doing an interview at the minute with a guy called um sud uh he's from the netherlands mm -hmm. now he specializes in portraiture and his work is very exciting mm. he does um i i would say so i say it's dark in the sense he edits it dark but um he has models with, um, say, lots of skin showing, but there's sometimes violence in there, sometimes there's smoke, um, rough looks, sort of tied up thing. It's very hard to explain, mm. but he's certainly got his own look. And Every photographer is different. Yeah, I think that's really good. So he's probably got his own niche, to be honest, which is very, very unusual. Um, but I think for like myself, I like to do lots of different areas because posture is quite new to me. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd quite like to try some silhouette work, actually. I feel like yeah. very sensual a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I would like to try uh, the central silhouettes as well. Um, for anyone who's not seen um, my work, it's uh, I'm very um, I am a father predominantly, so I'm very protective of people. Um, I don't want to see too much skin. That's just not me. Mm. Um, but sensual, um, I think, can be really amazing. The the, the slightest hint of a curve is better than seeing the curve to me. Yeah. Um, and I think even just some of your shots with your uh, your dress on, I think we're, we're really nice. And I think I can obviously improve on the quality of them as well. So mm. It's like you don't even have to 
well, most photographers, they do it with a lot of skin, but you don't even have to show skin, do you? No, you don't. No, not at all. Um, Which is, I think that's something I like. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's more uh, more artistry in not showing the skin in a way. Unless you're like sudden, it's um, a very, very different sort of theme uh, and people like that. So, you know, say you went into like, say, art nude, that stuff's amazing. It really is. Um, but I think in that environment, you would have to be two very comfortable people. Yes. I think you'd so, have, the photographer and the model would have to have quite... They'd have to trust each other a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for you to, say, jump in to say, art nude, I would say you would have to work together quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, if you got uh, a random message through from a photographer saying, yeah, I shoot a lot of art nude, he showed his work, what would your thoughts be, for instance? I'd probably ask to see the work in person and watch Mm -hmm. maybe, if a model was comfortable with it, like maybe watch how she does it. Yeah. And then probably see how I felt off there because I've never done actual nude work myself. Yeah. Um, most of my photos are on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, but if I felt confident in their work and it wouldn't portray me in a bad way, then yeah. And if you're comfortable, why not? Yeah. So, so your advice would be to probably maybe even see them live shooting someone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good advice for you know an inspiring model, to be honest. Um, how would you go about saying no? Um, I would definitely politely decline. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn around and be like, "No, I'm not doing that. That's just wrong." Um, yeah. I would definitely turn around and say, "Look, maybe this isn't for me. Could we try something else?" Yeah. Like always, keep an open mind. A different aspect to what you're thinking and looking at yeah yeah because obviously other people do that work as well it's not just you yeah that's right yeah and there's a lot of it about i mean have you got involved with the likes of purple part yet um not yet okay have you seen or heard of it um i don't think so i mean i've had a load of photographers follow me recently and i've been checking out their work so i'm looking into it deeper but i haven't heard of them yet okay yeah so um so for anyone who's listening maybe not from the uk purple pot is basically a place where models tend to advertise um their services they'll probably put on the genres they're happy doing they'll have a load of uh, their photos maybe contact details there's not really a lot to it. Um, we tend to find a lot of photographers contact models through it. Um, it's it's a strange site. Um, for anyone who's into IT, they will probably look at it and think it's very badly done, maybe even slightly dodgy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, trust me, it is legitimate and probably every model in the country is on it so yeah one for you to check out um, Billy 
yeah it uh, it's a way of getting yourself out there and it is both. yeah and i think you need to don't you because um you know you, you might not be established as a photographer or the photographer might not be established vice versa for a model yeah so so it does work in both ways um my concerns with sites like that are it can tend to have um, unusual requests coming from photographers and they might not actually be photographers, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I would definitely be careful and make sure, you know, the model does the research or if it's a photographer looking to, like, to collab with another photographer, look into it. Yeah. So, for instance, um, I worked with a model a few months back and one of them said to me, oh, she got a request off um, one of these sites and it was to do shooting her feet or just toes. And it was a paid job. What would you think to that request, for instance? Personally, I don't really like my feet. So I try to okay, yeah. as much as possible <laughs> anyway. No, um, that's cool, yeah. I suppose it depends what it's going to be used for. Okay, so, so you would I, want to ask questions, yeah? Yeah, I'd definitely scope out what it's for, where it's going. Um, you know, if it's for like a spa, yeah. If it's for personal weird reasons, probably not. Um, I suppose it depends. I can't speak for everyone, but it depends what sort of income you're on whether or not you kind of want the money as well yeah yeah that's a very good point i mean if you you're struggling for money and uh, maybe struggling for your portfolio then um for me um as like a parent i would worry what they're doing so yeah. my uh, from my photography point of view i'd probably say um where where does he want to shoot this? And if the guy says it's, the person says it's at their home, for instance, then that I, might give me alarm bells. What do you think? Yeah, that definitely sets some little uh, someone talking on my shoulder and going, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but how would you know he's even a photographer, Billy? If you see my point. As I've said before, probably check them out. Maybe ask mm -hmm. around even, like ask other photographers, have you heard of this person? Yeah. Um, I can't really say much. As I say, I'm new to this. Obviously, yeah. Liv knew you and um, Jay, so yeah. I trusted her. Yeah, yeah, which is probably a good thing. So, you know, if we're taking this from the point of view of someone getting started, trust is probably the most important thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, I could be a photographer that's um, never worked before and then suddenly says, um, oh, I want to shoot feet uh, and I'm willing to pay. Now, I think most models would be, um, well, that sounds great because mm. it's a paid job. Yeah. I mean, paid job, great, but mm. topic's a little bit weird for me personally. Yeah. And that's not one of the strangest either. So yeah. I think 
um, it's good to probably you know keep your open mind like you said, but um, still have some caution there. Yeah, make sure there's like that subconscious thought of uh, is this legitimate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, from your part of view, um, what would you say your costs are to get involved? Is it just time, <laughs> money, effort? Uh, it depends how far away it was, maybe. Like, say if it was somewhere down south and it was ridiculously far. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, probably a little bit of money. It depends. It depends where a model is. Like, like I say, if they're financially struggling, or if they are trying to build up a portfolio, or whether or not they just take photos for fun. Yeah. Um. So it's a little bit of a hit and miss. My yeah. costs. If it was professional, and it was fully you know, certified. Um, it depends what they offer. I've never been paid for a job before. Yeah. So. No, no, that's fine. Because I'm trying to, it's trying to give people an idea, isn't it? Um, if they want to get started in this, that they may have to expect to, say, travel. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, and they maybe won't get that money back. It's like so, on... The shoot, I know some people are coming down from um, quite far away. Was it Grimsby? Yeah, I think people are driving probably over 25, 30 miles away, which is obviously a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, so I think, I think some fuel money for them is probably pretty, a pretty good idea, considering it is very far. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't expect anyone to do that for free. No, no, and I think that's the. Um, I think that's another hard thing as well is getting people local. Um, but sometimes photographers are not keen on working with the same people because they like to be dynamic. Yeah. But for me, the challenge is work with the same person and be dynamic. In that sense. Oh yeah, definitely. Always make uh, even if it's the same person, make sure to switch it up. Um, yeah try different things yeah because for instance in uh my main hobby is street photography so i'm going to go down the same streets each time because that's the only place i live near well the challenge for me each time is to do something slightly different so you know it surely it's the same for a model yeah i mean everyone looks like it's, it's human nature, really. Everyone likes to try new things. I mean, everyone's born with the fear of heights and loud noises. We're born with that. But, like, change is good and it can it is for the better. Like, you can't just pose in the same way. Otherwise, people are going to get bored of looking at it. Yeah. You've got to keep them interested and wanting more. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, um. What's your opinion on working with photographers? Um, In general? Yeah, what, what's it like from your perspective then? Um, well, my first shoot was last week. 
So in the beginning, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit shaky. Yep. Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, if I'm honest, I mean, yeah. new photographers. I knew my work friend would be there. Um, so it was a yeah. little bit of a comfort. So probably bring someone with you, you know. Yep. Um, especially if it's a new person, just make just make sure you're like as comfortable as possible because at some point you will ease into it and it will sort of become almost second nature. Yeah. You think of the camera as a foreign object. Um, mm-hmm. You sort of become more posy and out there rather than introvert. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So from your perspective, are you seeing the camera, the person, or are you not even interested in either in a way? Are you concentrating? Um, depends which way you look at it. Because you've got to concentrate in the way that you can't have too many distractions because otherwise the camera, your face might look a bit odd. <laughs> um, so you kind of got to concentrate, but at the same time, you can't be too stiff. You've got to have fun with it. So almost treat the camera as a photographer like a person yeah um because at the end of the day they are they are one with the camera Mm. in a way (laughs) yeah um so definitely don't be too uptight make make the photographer feel welcome then you'll feel good and then everything should go with the flow yeah I think it's uh, nice for people that maybe want to start up to think not everyone is experienced even behind the camera. So I I often say when we're shooting, um, I'm not um, I'm not amazing at it. Uh, I'm not heavily experienced at it. I need lots of help with lighting, but it's better to talk and relax. You, you know, you might have something in common. Mm. Um, definitely make a conversation it's, it's yeah. not like to break the ice yeah cause... especially if you're both new at it yeah exactly yeah and I think um, once you start relaxing you can often use uh, them shots to quickly or you can use the opportunity to get a shot off while you're relaxing you're not mm-hmm. thinking about posing and often they're really good yes um <laughs> Then you don't have the look in your eye of, oh, and you sort of smile and it shows in the eyes, the cheeks a little bit. Yeah. Just more, yeah, it think, just looks more natural. I think, And I think a lot of people can spot a fake smile. Yes. A fake smile is probably the worst thing you can do because yeah. it look, it looks fake because your cheeks don't rise up as normal they don't your cheeks don't have that peachy looking you know (laughs) and you you tend to have the creases a little bit I mean everyone's got them when they smile you tend to have like small creases under the eye a little bit yeah and you you can definitely tell no no, that's good yeah I, I mean I never thought about it too much but when um there uh, was a, um, a young lady I worked with, Alicia. Um, 
and just sort of giggle with her. Uh, and then she just started laughing. And I just took a couple of shots, literally two shots. And mm. I think they're probably some of the best pictures I've ever taken because she's just happy with some of the stupid things we were trying to do. Best way to be. Yeah, and to to me, that's that's the character I want. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to see that come out in people. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what would you say is a good turnaround then for a photographer? to deliver his photos to you? Um, probably, like you say, you you have trouble with some lighting, so, mm -hmm. and you ask Jay. Um, so definitely when a photographer asks advice from another photographer, it's, it's an eye-opener, really, because you don't expect them to, but at the same time, they're learning. Yeah. So that, that surprised me. Um, yeah, meant you were willing to develop mm. rather than be like, oh, um, I can't do this. Let's try something else. Yeah, Just tried it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think everyone's struggles in life, and I think someone who keeps trying and asks for help is the right solution. Mm, definitely. It's the same um, in any situation. It is, yeah. I, I, I approach my photography like that. Um, I can only use, I can only do what I can do with the tools I have. Mm. But to get the best out of the tools, there's always different ways of working. Yeah. You need and to I think that's important. Um, Which is definitely a good trait, I'd say. So if I said... Um, Right, so we've arranged a session. Um, we at some point would probably agree we'd deliver to three to five photos minimum. We tend to do that before we uh, arrange these shoots. Yeah. How long would you expect in days, weeks, or months before you got your photos? Honestly, mm -hmm. um, I got one my, one of my first photos the next day which yeah. was shocking. I didn't expect that um, at all. I, I expected it to be like mm. a week, maybe. Um, but I guess that all depends on how committed the photographer is, um, how much they're willing to work. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't expect things straight away, especially if people are doing it off their own back. Yeah. Uh, definitely be patient because good things take time, as they say. No, no, that's a good point, and it's nice to hear it from your point of view. So I think for anyone who's listening and is an amateur photographer or an amateur model, you have to think, um, because we're amateurs, we're fitting this in an, in our free time as well. Um, so we've maybe got other plans. Some of us have families. So finding the time to really edit well. It does can you know can take time. Um, some people are not that great at editing. Like portraiture editing is very different from other sort of styles. So I think that's really nice for you to say. Um, it can take time because not everyone is like that. Mm. I think it can be sorted though. I think. Um, I feel like so if you rush someone. Um 
you'll probably not get the best results because obviously time, energy and effort needs to be put into it. You can't get a perfect photo straight away. It takes probably several shots before you get a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good point. And, and I think it could depend on how long you shoot is for as well because if you've maybe shot um, 200 photos of one person, that's 200 photos I need to look through, then probably um, take that down to maybe 25 that I think are going to be okay, then spend the time editing them. So there, there is a lot of investment in time for the photographer. Yeah, definitely. A lot of time goes into it. Yeah. Um, I think we finished the shoot last um, Sunday, and we we finished at about 10, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was very late. Yeah, and Jay must have been up for a good few hours because I got the photo the next day at about four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, it, I def, definitely a lot of time goes into it, a lot of commitment. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's nice that you know, people are going to be patient as well. At the end of the day, like you say, uh, if, you, if you're going to wait, you will get the best results from the night. Um, we are as excited as you, trust me, to see a good image. Um, the, the minute sometimes we finish one, we tend to get them over to you, or even if it's come out really well on the camera, I'll be tempted just to send it to you. Mm. Because it's you know something we're very proud of. Yeah, um, definitely. I've got a few raw shots from the other night. Um, hmm. I've used a couple of them actually. Um, some of them aren't even touched up. Um, they're they're on my Instagram. Hmm. Um, like when they come out really good, perfect even. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that, that's good. I think um, that's really nice to hear from a photographer's point of view. Um, Sometimes it can be spot on straight away. Um, sometimes it's just minor tweaks. Mm. Um, just, just, you know, really does depend. Um, one of the things I was uh, wanting to ask is, um, as far as you said about, um, say, looking at getting into modelling, you do this sort of research. What about practising, like, the moves and positions? Because, obviously, <laughs> you, you stood there pretty much without me saying anything and kept doing sort of minor position tweaks as I would say I think when everybody's younger and they're going through that little teenage stage they stand in front of the mirror (laughs) as daft as it sounds they stand in front of the mirror and they go oh I like that let me take a selfie or they'll see something on a magazine and they'll go oh that looks pretty cool I remember that I'll do that I'll do that I'll try that one day Um, and time's come round to it and it works um other times it could be totally random you won't know what to do uh i had trouble figuring out where to place my hands when i wore the dress so i just made up a couple of random moves where i lifted my hands up brushed my like put my hands in my hair um probably honestly i'd just say practice in the mirror okay yeah it's gonna tell you the truth like a mirror um, or you know, get someone else to take a photo of you, maybe. 
I mean, family functions are one for sure. I used, never used to be good at those. And okay. now I know how to position myself so I don't look daft. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah. So it's not just a silly candid photo of you sticking your tongue out or whatever. Yeah. Try, just try different things, different facial expressions, uh, obviously what, how you're going to be stood. It's like I didn't know the other day that if you stuck one leg out, it made your leg look quite elongated. Yeah. Like it made them... I didn't look like an extra two foot. I don't know. <laughs> it just made it look quite good, and um, I think that's what everyone wants. I mean, I'm five ten slash eleven, so everyone wants to look a bit leggy. Yeah. Um, it just angles help, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, you see, I, I've I would only know as a photographer um, that I can go above you and make you appear um, thinner. Uh, I could concentrate maybe, uh, say, on shoulders and head um, for a model that's maybe a little bit bigger. That's useful. But say from the floor, um, if you're a bigger model, it's going to look dreadful because I'm just going to make you look wider. Mm. But um, from the floor, um, say someone with long legs could look really good. Um, Missy tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know you can you could change your perspective. Um, it depends whether you're laying down as well. You know, there's there's so many things. Mm. Yeah. No, that's that's good. That's good thought practicing for that. What about say for makeup and hair? Um, what advice would you give there? I was very impromptu that night. Mm -hmm. I came last minute. I came straight after work, so I didn't have. I barely had any makeup on at the time. I probably had some concealer on. Um, probably for your first shoot, try go natural. Yeah. Um, don't try and change your face too much because otherwise that can play with, I don't know, you could look a little bit discoloured. Like yeah. through makeup. I know if you've got SPF on, you'll look as white as a ghost. So try and avoid that if you're using flash. Um It depends what kind of theme you're going for as well. Say if you're going for a pin-up look, you'd wear red lipstick, put the little eyelashes mm. on, and make sure yeah. it's full coverage. Um, pin-up, yeah, really nice. Um, if you're going to do that, though, I'd recommend taking the time on it. Or, if you've got the money, probably get it done professionally. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I reckon for the first one, try play it safe a little bit natural because i feel like nat natural beauty is a little bit underestimated yeah i, don't, I agree mm. i think lighting really helps definitely um I'm trying to think now <laughs> no, no no it's fine i, I mean you know uh, i think a makeup artist could be there in the future i think when you're starting up, um, you know, everyone could be in the same boat that um, there will be a makeup artist available. So yeah. you, you sort of have to have a little idea. I mean, you know, as a model, you there's a lot on your shoulders in a way. Mm. I mean, I don't do too much to my face, but mm -hmm. if I 
if I'm going to do something different, then I'll definitely take the time to learn how to do it myself because um, I, not everyone can afford a makeup artist, you know. Yeah. Um, it could if I wanted to, but it's just not really my style. And everyone's style. got their own little mojo and how they do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, a lot of different approaches. Um, some people are very good at um, doing makeup, hair, the posing. Uh, some of them are even photographers. So, um, a lady I interviewed called Dorota uh, really should check out. She's an amazing makeup artist. Uh, she turns people into aliens, and she does Halloween themes. She, she does basically does anything. Um, she really really good at that side but also she used to be a photographer mm. so she understands the lighting uh when i took a picture for the interview she's like uh no i think we need to be positioned over here for the lighting yeah. and it's like because yeah, that's really clever mm-hmm. so I th- but i think like even you will build up that uh, knowledge to yeah. know um maybe which way your face needs to be um which angles suit you, maybe suit your body, um, your posture. I think there's so much you can do as a model. Even with natural lighting, I like to, I like sunset lighting personally, like the golden hour. Oh, yeah. I love that um, sort of golden glow it gives to your skin, especially if you were doing an outdoor shot in, say, um, a rapeseed field with the yellow flowers and then the golden sun. Um, I feel like that would look quite nice. It yeah, yeah. Just depends on what kind of day it is, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think like what you said near the beginning, it basically a portrait shot can be anything. Mm, definitely. Like you said, the abandoned building, we could make you look um, like someone who lives on the street. Uh, there's like a zombie apocalypse. There's um, people who dress up as superheroes. Uh, I mean, there's literally anything you can do, isn't there? Yes. Um, and I think from either side, it, it's amazing. For From my point of view as a photographer, if I get a great image, I, I'm really proud. Um, but for me as a blogger and a photographer, the experience is everything. Mm. It's definitely the experience um, building up confidence that, that's a key, I think. Yeah. It's one of those keys to unlocking future potential. Yeah, and I think um, another thing is not to be afraid of a bad photo or a mistake. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've made plenty in the past, but I've learned my lesson now is that I'd say I don't delete my mistakes. Yeah. I keep them because at some point I might use them. Mm. And there's a little hint in there, but I'm not going to tell anyone about that in a minute anyway. Um, okay, so I think one of the last things I want to talk about is, so what's the best way for a photographer to get his thoughts over about how the shoot's going to go? Um, From your point of view? 
probably talk about it at the beginning. Like, don't leave okay. it till you're actually doing it. Talk about it at the beginning, maybe over a cup of tea or something, mm-hmm. a little brew. Um, definitely discuss it before you just jump straight into it. Yeah. Because um, otherwise it can leave the model feeling confused and then you're, the photographer will feel a little bit distressed because they're not getting what they want. Um, yeah. So communication is key. No, no, that, that, that's really good because, like, for our perspective, we've probably sometimes got the total plan. I know exactly what I want to do. And then, you know, you match up to your model, right, this is what I want to do. And you've got, like, two seconds to get it in your head. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah, so uh, it's like it, it must be quite daunting for you sometimes. A little bit, but I feel like um, if you give someone an example of what you want say you was trying to recreate a look maybe show the model something similar as to how you want it to appear um, yeah instead of just giving them directions um, make sure they have a visual representation basically yeah so for instance um, uh, we're doing a shoot with Billy this week and I've got a couple of ideas, and one of them is like to do like famous um, magazine covers. Ah, uh, now that I would have. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what I'm going to do is put, uh, get a couple of screenshots together, and then I'm going to send that across to you ladies, and say, look, this sort of thing I want. I don't care um, if you're not wearing the exact same dress or you know hair or anything. That you know, well, let's not worry about that. Let's just try and go for this sort of look. Yeah, even if it's um, it doesn't have to be a screenshot. Even if it's like a little doodling. Um, yeah. Jay Good, he sent me uh, some little squiggles of how he wants some images to turn out. He drew he drew a, a sheet of paper and then drew some rips in it and then some eyes, like in a, in a little cartoon form. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. So, um, professional as such. No. Well, I think that's the thing, you, you know, um, I I hate using the word artist because I, I, I've never been one. So for me, it's like a big thing, but I can't draw. So for me to send you an idea over, it would be a, literally a stick, man. Yeah, that's what it was with a cartoon yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll remember that, stick pinnacle. But even, even if it's things like that, it's literally an idea it is something visual that you can see rather than someone going oh put your arm here put your leg there um yeah. look up um rip this piece of paper or something like that um it's just it's just it's like a guideline really yeah no no that's cool and i i think i need to do it this time now that we've worked this will be our second time i think it'd be really good mm. Uh, we've got to know each other, um, obviously, through this session as well. And um, it'd be nice to plan and execute something for a change. Yeah, it'd be really good. And I feel like um, I'd be a lot more confident and comfortable because, obviously, I've met you, I'll have spoken to you and met you more than once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which um, also that little bit of trust as well, so... Yeah, I think that's something we need to get across to anyone who's listening to this. That um, you know, we can't reiterate that you know how much um, it, it's so important. Um, 
I've shot with another young lady called uh, Natasha, and she was really so game for what I wanted to try, and it was quite a dark scene, and mm-hmm. you know, really commended her for her work, and we arranged a night shoot together after that. Yeah. Now, for me, it was very trusting. She met me by herself. Um, but like I said, because I'm a dad, I have got that natural instinct to do bring a friend with you, you know, bring your boyfriend if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, can I take you home and just make sure you get home? Because it's going to be late. Um, uh, so, so, you know, that, like you say, the trust is so important. Especially if it's someone new, I'd definitely take someone with you. Yeah. So the environment where me and Billy worked was um, she came with her friends, I came with my friends. We made the same hut, so uh, anyone who wants to research us knows we've been to that place many times in the past. Uh, we've all got public work, so you can um, see who we are, and nearly everyone is quite open. So you mm-hmm. can um, like join like a Facebook group is where we all met. You can talk to us. I mean, if you feel like you need to drop us a little DM to discuss, you know, like a little message. Yeah. Do it. Anyone, anyone yeah. will answer, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're right. And I think there's a lot of skill levels in the group. There's, you know, there's makeup artists, there's people who do hair, there's models, photographers, uh, there's studio owners. There's literally all walks of life in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's good advice for, um, you know, not just our Facebook group, any sort of thing, whether it's, uh, Instagram, your Flickers, or Facebook, Twitter, yeah. anything. I mean, um, hopefully, once I think I think once we've all done this a couple more times, there'll be another chat like this. Um, I'm sure. So hopefully, we'll be able to offer a little more advice. Yeah, um, and I think one of the last things I wanted to say. So apparently, this is an underwritten rule for models: mm. never touch the model. Um, what do you think to that? For me, that sounds common sense. Yeah, definitely common sense and playing it safe. I mean, if it is... It dep- if their friend's there and you've only met them for the first time, get their friend to adjust their hand to where you want it or something like that. Yeah. If you're a little bit more comfortable with each other, probably you can adjust their hand to where you want, like... I wouldn't yeah. say, oh, grab their waist or whatever. Um, yeah. Only, like, head head adjustments, arms. Um, or even the photographer can mimic what they want to see. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way into it. Like, try, try and do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I quite agree with that. But I'd definitely say if it was... If you didn't fully have that trust and um, commitment to each other, then... Do, try the mirroring technique or mimic or get their friend to do it rather than the photographer do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um, pretty sound advice, I Billy, to be honest. I think I think you won't do it to a stranger if you met them on the, uh, out on the street. I mean, you wouldn't walk up to a random person and go, oh, just move your head this way and, like, yeah. grab their head and move it, would you? <laughs> 
Um, no. So, so um, sometimes when I've been on the street, I've done some portraiture work. So I'll approach a random person to say, can I take your picture? Mm. But I wouldn't then say, uh, yeah, can you just unbutton your blouse? Um, can you just um, turn to turn your hips this way? So to me, it's the same thing. I wouldn't do that to anyone I wouldn't know that well. Mm. Yeah. But I think you're right in saying, you know, it, say your friends are, you know, you've worked together that much. I think you do build up a rapport together. And, you know, there's certainly a limit, but I think if you know each other well enough, then that's slightly different. Um, yeah, definitely. Hmm. All right, well, I just want to say thank you very much for your time, Billy. Yeah, thank you. No, like, thanks for inviting me. Um, no, not... I think it's uh, really good that you you want to help others. Um, and I think there's many more things um, we can offer people. I think this is just the, the first of many. So uh, Yeah, I think a little bit, everyone looks for a little safety net or a guideline as to what to go for. So why not yeah. encourage people? I think we can share this uh, amongst everyone and say, you know, have a listen to this. Look at... Um, uh, Joanne Neal's his document. She's a very experienced model in our Facebook group, um, known on social media as Jojo Model. She's created this great little document about um, what you should know as a model. Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, things like this will really help. I mean, hopefully we can build on these, like, discussions with other people as well. Yeah. And yeah, next do something similar. Yeah. That'd be great. So thank you for your time, Billy, and I will see you at the weekend. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye.